Hello, world. Welcome to a very special golf subpar. We are here in Augusta, Georgia, live at the Double Eagle Club at the Grayson Setup. We got some fancy new shirts. We're you rocking. look tremendous. I think pink. 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 It's you it. don't got a lot of pink in the arsenal right now. Maybe slide that thing in. Got some wolves. Got some azaleas in here. Proper mm. for what's happening across the street at Augusta National. Tomorrow, the start of the 87th Masters. We're here for it. Big shout out to Corey Connors on picking up his second PGA Tour win at San Antonio. The only week I think we've never picked him. I literally bet him every single week. <laughs> Almost every single week, and then I don't. Slides in, of course. Man, Standard. It's, it's great to be here. This Double Eagle Club is fantastic. The Grayson setup got some an awesome new line, special for the Masters. You're going to see J JT wearing a lot of this stuff. Obviously, we get to try it out first. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. wear that on the course. People start start calling you JT. You know what I mean? Point. Wear all something right. else. Well, let's get into it. We've been we've been here all week. Golf course looks fantastic. Weather's been great, but it's going to change. Things change, Mox, as we like to say. What What are your feelings for the 87th Masters? I'm, I mean, quite frankly, after what we've been hearing these past couple of days, I hope we get it in on Sunday. I hope we get a Sunday finish. This Saturday, it seems the closer we get to it, the forecast gets worse and worse. Last I heard, it was a 100% chance of rain, not only rain, but we get lightning. They can't play. They can play through rain, but they're not going to play through lightning. I hope we get it in, but it's, I mean, it's 87 degrees today. We're in here. We're sweating. It's hot. This would be ideal for Tiger, and then you go fast forward a couple of days. It's going to be 30 degrees cooler, so I, I think it's kind of a toss-up. If it does, if we do get the rain that they're expecting, length always matters. It matters everywhere. I want to beat a dead horse, but more, so than, more so than ever, I think it's going, to, it's going to have to be a guy that just sends it. This place is going to play long. It's going to play very long. It always does, but with the rain, we'll make it play even longer. And if you're watching on YouTube, you might notice there's an empty chair. Right. We have a special guest coming up shortly. But, man, this is I think this is going to be such a great Masters with everything going on. You got Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, top three in the world, all playing well. You got the drama with the live folks. Yes. Brooks Kepka coming off a win who just – we know about his major championship record. He's healthy, could be scary. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I can't wait for this thing to get going. Um, I'm going to be here all week on the call for CBS. But I, I feel like it's really wide open. Yeah, I do too. I mean, you got the top three. They're in a class of their own. They're the only guys that under 10 to 1 odds to win the thing. After that, it almost doubles. That's where you get to the next guy. The live narrative is fun. Selfishly, I think it would be awesome for everyone if there were some live guys who are a factor going into the weekend on Sunday. I think it would create make for great storylines the weather is going to tell the tale but um man i'm looking forward to it i think there's it, it's the top three guys are going to steal all the headlines but there's so many guys you can make a case for it on the call it the next 15 and there's a lot of guys playing good well, right first now. off one guy's going to steal all the headlines and that's tiger woods who is teeing it up he's made 22 straight cuts at augusta national uh you know the big question is how's his health can it hold up for four days the weather does not help him out by any means with how cold it's going to get. But, hey, it's the Masters. Nobody knows this place better if he could somehow get in the mix. Yeah, I mean, he did it last year. He played four rounds, uh, you know, last year, which I think that was the, the biggest hurdle he could possibly have. Uh, he's only just he's only played 72 holes twice in the last year. Uh, even if his body feels fantastic, which I'm sure it doesn't, it's just it's so hard to play good golf when you're playing – a tournament every handful of months it's just these guys are coming in week after week playing great they're working their way into form and he just shows up like oh i haven't played in months and months i'll go play against the best in the world if there's a place he can do it it's this it's just it's such a hard ass but i i, I think he gets around I, i'm hopeful and i truly believe he's around for the weekend again well, well the world will be watching tiger woods as well as 49 of the top 50 in the world 
tee it up in the 87th Masters. Our guest this week has actually played in one Masters. He was in the final pairing on Sunday in 2016 with Jordan Spieth. It didn't go his way, but he's still he's one of the biggest characters in the game of golf. Has now switched over to the media side. One of the best names in all of sports. Smiley Kaufman, here he is on Golf Subpar. All right, welcome to this Golf Subpar Masters preview in Augusta, Georgia at the Double Eagle Club. The Grayson setup here, spectacular. BG, you got some fresh threads on. Pink, it works. Might be my new color. It works. Smiley, what do you think? Uh, yeah. yeah. You're not feeling the what pink on this? <laughs> nah, I mean, normally you have, like, some pink shoes to kind of, you know, make it, make it all work, tie well, it all together. Last-minute wardrobe change, guys, <laughs> but I pull it off great. It great looks tremendous. Stuff. Very comfortable, by the way. By the way, there's azaleas and some wolves hidden in here. Yes, yes, you are in season. Who better to break down the Masters with than PGA Tour professional turned media superstar? We got Smiley Kaufman in the house. He's been on TV a while now. You can tell he wears the shades during interviews. Good to have you, Dougie. Yes, yes. It's, I, uh, I like to call him superstar slash diva. Uh, a little bit of both. I will. I will answer anything. And yeah, no, happy to be here. I feel like us three have constantly, uh, you know, chatted on uh, the really just online. This is our first time we've been in person in front of a camera. So this is new for all three of us. You know, and it's working. Most of the time we're making gestures at each other. I don't know if we can do that quite as much mm -hmm. uh, live uh, here. But yeah, happy happy to chit chat. Well, we're going to get into the Masters here in a little bit, but we got to go back several years because for those that don't know, you were actually in the final pairing at the 2016 Masters playing alongside your good friend Jordan Spieth, your first and only Masters appearance. Take us through it. Just You obviously you qualified by winning on the PGA Tour in Las Vegas. What was that first trip down Magnolia Lane like for you? Man, it was awesome. As soon as I won in Las Vegas, that was uh, the first thing I thought about was coming to Augusta National. Uh, you know, if you're going to play the Masters only one time, you got to do it right. You know, you got to make a hole in one in the part three contest, and you need to play in the final group just to get the full experience. Of course, you know? dude. Any other way, Self stupid. Self twenty dollars. <laughs> you know, it yeah. forty. There's two. <laughs> okay. You know, that's. I just felt like that was the right thing to do, and unfortunately, it crashed and burned on Sunday. But boy, did I have some stories from that uh, from that day. And but Magnolia Lane, like you're talking about, there's nothing like it. Uh, the place is fantastic. It's just a terrific golf course. So fun to 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 watch. So fun to play, and I loved playing it. It fit my game perfectly. How many trips did you make? I like once you get in the Masters, you can come out and practice. Did you come out a bunch before? Man, I came about four or five times. Yep, smart. I think that's the guys that don't come and and get the prep work done before. I think they're making a poor decision. I think this place is. It's unique in the fact that it's it's the only major that is in the same venue every single year. And there's so many different nuances about the golf course that you learn every single time that you go to Augusta. To me, I felt like it was advantageous to see it as much as I possibly could. And you're allowed that opportunity when you went on the PGA Tour. It's kind of customary that you call in advance and you're able to go. and. To me, I took advantage of that, and I felt like I had a, a great game plan before I got here to where Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is just a walk in the park because that walk out there is not easy, and you don't want to be playing 18 holes a day trying to figure out that golf course. Yeah, it is a, it's a brutal walk. There's no doubt about it. But I want to go to Sunday. 
because you were right there in the mix. Final pairing, Jordan Spieth. Um, you know, the, the day didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you're playing alongside one of your best friends. He had a five-shot lead with nine holes to play. Right. And I feel like even though, you know, you wanted to play well, once you were kind of out of it, you, you want your friend to play well, and you want him to finish the job. Take us through that moment on number 12 when it all kind of went – Kind of got a little out of control. I'm gonna I'm gonna start at nine, okay? Uh, because nine is where I felt like I probably had lost my chances to win. I had really had I felt like I ball striked well to that point, but I think I had three or four three putts on the front nine, and I three putted nine from like 20 feet. And Jordan made a 15 footer for birdie, and the place is going bonkers. They were walking to 10 t. I'm literally just looking for something to punch. <laughs> if there's anything around, I just want to punch something. I'm so mad. And I thought to myself, he's like, well, you know what? Today's not my day. Let's just try to have fun on the back nine. And it's really cool that you get to watch, you know, one of your buddies win the Masters. And, and then 10, 11, he made some kind of just casual bogeys. But I never felt like it was in doubt if, if he just hits it on the green on 12. But, man, he had a right miss going all day. And, of course, it came out at the worst time. And, yeah, it, was, it wasn't fun to watch. You know, it's never never fun watching anybody go through something like that. And it's not like he didn't take his time. And he was taking his time. He, he, it was kind of a point of his career where he was actually known for being too slow. Mm-hmm. If anything, he wasn't too fast in that situation. And just, you know, it just didn't go his way. But he fought like hell, man. And, and he had Augusta National. And that was the biggest – my biggest respect for him was he rallied that place on the back nine after that. And to me, that is, those, those are my memories on that Sunday is watching the place try to get him over the hump to come back and win. All right, well, two things. You want to be a TV superstar, it's second nine here at Augusta National. That's a good point. Not back Ooh. nine. Just go ahead Ooh. and throw that a good little broadcast and battle also, here. As, you know, as a friend, like, you, you cheer him on and you hurt. You know, I, I go back to 2013 – when Adam Scott and Mark Leishman were paired together. Two Aussies, two very good friends. And you saw Adam Scott make the birdie on the 72nd hole, and you see Mark Leishman in the background fist pump. Like, when you're out of it, you want your friends to do well. So I'm sure, you know, those last several holes, especially walking up 18, I know you were upset with your own play, but you had to be hurting a little bit for your friend. Definitely. And, you know, I think it it was such an odd day that, you know, I was so disappointed in myself. But when I finished the day, it – I think I had started having a more of a realization of what I just witnessed. And it really, it, when I got in the scoring tent, I felt like that's where, to me, I felt like the moment of, wow, we're off the golf course and now this is real life of, you know, what just happened on the second nine at Augusta National. And now that he has to put the jacket on Danny Willett, that was something that in that scoring tent, I started realizing that he was having to do. And it's just not easy, man. It, uh, How about that fun. double gut punch? Not yeah. only did you lose, now you got to go put the you jacket on. You got to stick around and put on a smile and go <laughs> hand over your green jacket. It, there will never be a worse situation, and I probably in Masters history than than him having to put the jacket on Danny Willett. Oof. Take yeah. us back a little bit before that final round. So here you are, you're a Masters rookie. You're playing great. You're in the final group. Go back to that night. How hard is it to get to sleep? What do you do? And then in the morning, you have so much time to kill before you tee off. That's going to just be the all you want to do is get out there, I would think. Yeah, a couple things on that. I You sleep really well here at Augusta National because the walk is so difficult. It's 
one of the toughest walks on the on uh, the entire year besides maybe Kapalua. So you sleep well because you're exhausted. And when I woke up the next day, I, it was finally morning. Thank goodness. I woke up, it was morning. But then you have to wait till 3 o'clock to yeah. tee off. It's so long. And instead of watching the coverage, I watched movies. And <laughs> the movie that came on was... Uh, uh, God, why am I, I'm totally blanking right now. The one where he tries to continue to hit it over the water. Uh, thin cup. Thin cup, buddy. Thin cup. It's a gold I, I just, God. I blanked. Bad choice. Bad Terrible choice. Bad he, omen, dude. You know in Tin Cup, when he, uh, he switches his change from his left pocket to his right pocket. Yeah, he went through a lot of stuff. Yeah, to try to, like, fix the juju out there. That Sunday, I switched all of my stuff. and my. I've never done this before. On number 11, I was like... Some, I got to change something. And so I take all my T's out of my left pocket and put them in my right pocket thinking, God, I can't get any worse than this. Got to be the reason. And then I birdie 12. Should have so gotten drunk. Go. You play way better hungover. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. But that was my worst decision was uh, was that. I actually somehow ended up running. I'm always running late. And I was kind of running late that day somehow for 3 o'clock tea time. Uh but that's normal. I, I don't for know me. if you know this, but uh, TV starts with or without you. There's these air times, so maybe maybe tighten that up a little bit. No, I like the way Smiley operates. Nah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all, all good. It'll all work out. You know, you became very popular in the golfing community with Spring Break 16, obviously with the guys. Signed a deal with Natty Light. Um, Incredible. Actually, had a billboard here in Augusta during the Masters. Yeah. I mean, is that kind of the moment when you're like? Holy shit, I, I'm kind of a thing. That's top of the mountain, man. That's where I peaked. Uh, <laughs> the Natty Light billboard. I believe it was right here, right beside uh, our Grayson's right up here. Right here on Washington. It was uh, at the old Jiffy Lube automobile shop, and they warped it into a, a place where guys had finished the round, or if you didn't have tickets, you could come hang out, drink Natural Light. Excuse me, Natural Light, Natty Light. Yeah. And uh, come on. played beer pong at a DJ. Uh, they had some bars still folks out there and, and you know it was it was a lot of fun and it was weird it just didn't seem right having a natty white billboard right next to augusta national but <laughs> chef's kiss felt right i love it yeah <laughs> donnie d's done all right but down there at hooters right down the road yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean there's a place <laughs> for everything i know you're really not playing much anymore you, you're really focused on the media side signed a deal with nbc what's what has this transition been like for you man it's been good uh it's funny, I, I remember talking with you. Uh, this beer is going to yep, slide that's, off that's at, the, at the end of this. an issue. Uh, I'm going to put it down here so we don't have an accident. I would say talking, first time I really talked to anybody about it was probably with uh, with you, Colt, at our uh, you and I's event. I know it's Zach Johnson thanks to his event in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Biggest celebrities in Cedar but Rapids right You here. and I are co-mayors of that town after our uh, tenure, if you will, at Zach Johnson's we event. We might put on a performance there. It's unbelievable. I hear. We Trust shut me, down. I get the live updates. Most we of the shut time. down the hotel bar every every time we're there, uh, and the people there are just fantastic. But I remember talking with. I was still kind of playing mini tour golf, trying to get my way back out on the tour, and I remember Colt telling me he's like, "Hey, you know, you would you'd be great in TV." And I'm just sitting there like, "I don't know, man. I just don't know if TV's for me," because I still want to be a you know PGA Tour player, and that's that you know that's that's the dream and i still you know it's always will be the dream and you know randomly i think last year it was about this time uh, i booked a deal uh to work the pga championship with espn 
uh, to work feature groups and coming out and watching Jordan and Justin out here last year and just running into so many golf fans that still supported me. Uh, I think that was comforting knowing that maybe I still had a, an avenue in golf and I've, I felt comfortable knowing the fact that so many support, I had so much support out there even though I wasn't playing. I think uh, once I got to the PGA Championship and, and loved the experience, to me that was uh, just the start of learning how how to kind of do this job. You know, there's now, no sorry, there's, there's no real training. No, it's kind of sink or swim. That's what you told me. I'm like, told, uh. it's kind of like here's the microphone. This is how you turn it on. Let's see what you got. How would you relate, like, compare the nerves to your first time on TV versus teeing it up at a PGA Tour event? You know, it was. <laughs> Well, the, the first time I did uh, TV at, at the PGA Championship, my equipment, so my headphones are just on the 10th at uh, Southern Hills. Once you get down to that cove there, just so much static. I can't hear anything. It's just like, and I can't hear a thing. And I get down there, and I, I make this call, my first call for Will Zalatoris from the right rough. And he's got this terrible eye and this tr small tree in front of him. I don't think he can do anything with it. And he... Like, I think I said 25 feet's the best he can do, and he he launches this thing, and it lands four feet from the hole and stays right there. And I'm like, man, I suck at this. Hot start. <laughs> yeah, and I can't hear anything. It's just, you know, just terrible audio. And But by the end, uh, I realized that it was so much fun, and, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a learning curve. Now that you're out there every week, or more or less, you're on the broadcast, you're around the guys, is there any part of you as you're watching that's like, man, I wish I was still playing? Are you fully in, like, this is what I want to do, I want to be on the broadcast? You know, I'm so engaged in, in, in observing the guys, and and that's, as an on-course guy, where you have to do a couple things really well, which is you have to react well, you have to be kind of quick, uh, very quick in your thoughts, and and formulate, formulating a, a concise response, which is easier for sometimes than other times, but... To me, uh, you know, it's 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 a tough job, but you know, I, I've enjoyed the challenge for sure. How much golf are you playing right now? You go home, you got a couple weeks off. Are you still getting after it, like practicing, or are you just like go out with the boys, <laughs> have a couple pops? Well, you know, some of my boys, we we go out mm -hmm. and have a couple pops and play. It's fun. Uh, you know, I I've been so busy this time of the year, and, and this is the first swing I've really done uh, with NBC and. Uh, and working this week for CBS, and it's it's just been a lot of travel and work. When I get home, having a daughter at home, it's been kind of just making sure uh, that my wife is is has all the help she 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 needs, and I'm there for her for whatever she needs. And honestly, when I get out and re like have a tea time with the guys, it's it's like I'm going to Disney World. It feels like different in it yeah. after that happens. Like this is recess. I'm, like, I'm I'm going to play golf with the boys, and it's so different than how it used to be because I every every time you know you book a tee time before kids or I'm still a professional golfer you have all the time in the world and you play so often and now when I get to play it's I'm so excited yeah you know, and you send the text are you almost done and you just whatever hole you're on you rewind it four We're, holes yeah it's the Why you're on 17 I'm on 12 tee it's super slow baby it is just the only five hours but all, all three of us used to play competitive professional golf I know for me, and I'm pretty sure for Sleaze, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I enjoy golf way much more now. Oh my gosh! Well, you and I played where in Charlotte? In Charlotte, we had a blast. <laughs> and, I mean, Fireball, all kinds of things going on. Oh my goodness, we had a blast, man! It, 
it, to me, the game, the game is so much more enjoyable for me now. Uh, I've seen every single side of it. You know, I feel like Colt, your game, I feel like you battled injuries more so than anything. And uh, I feel with when you have injuries, your golf, you, sometimes you try to find things in your game that, that you need to change to try to alleviate those injuries or just general pain of you're not being able to to put in the work that you want to put in and it's just not quite the same i know you kind of had that same experience for a physical specimen i get hurt a lot <laughs> i know i know, I know. it's hard to believe well, you're bum shoulder right now shoulder you right and tiger now. still don't know what happened revolutionized yeah. fitness and then you still battle injuries it's weird and tiger we don't sleep well mm -mm. we get hurt a lot great athletes yep it's the u.s fun. amateur champion. a lot of things <laughs> yeah not not to mention <laughs> self-suck to want another 20 that's true that's fair. have you hit the pocket yet where you quit golf or like quit playing as much tournaments and you're not thinking as much i'm not worried about my swing and you go out and you, all of a sudden you just play great i remember when i quit oh, that yeah. happened i think when Cole quit it happened i was like dude i'm better now than i was you a know, year I, ago i i kind of go back and forth between if i want to work on something i'll try to work on it for four holes and then i realize okay i don't need to really work on anything out here i think i'm just going to play golf and have fun and to me that's way more enjoyable than trying to think and uh, for so long over the golf ball, I was having to think so hard about how, like, what to do and how to make, to produce a shot where when I was playing my best, there was really no thoughts and it was all like artist fades, draws, different windows. And when you lose, lose that artistry and, and you're in that technical space of trying to think about how to do something, it becomes way more enjoyable when you uh, put it away and you're just focusing on having a good time and playing golf. And, and it's funny how much how much more you enjoy the game. Isn't it crazy how that happens? Yeah. Like, you got to get out of it. Better. I was like, why can't yeah. I have that same mindset when I was playing? But it's, it's really, really hard to do. We try it's impossible. We try too care. hard. We try yeah, too hard. Because you care. That's exactly, but exactly I want to go right. back to your, your, your rise in TV because it all happened for you pretty quick. Like, you did just a couple of events. Then all of a sudden, you sign a deal with NBC. I mean, you're, you're the main show. You've got the U.S. Open coming up this year and the Ryder Cup. <laughs> your first year as a full-time TV guy. And the Open, man, too. And the Open Championship. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty damn cool. It's it's pretty surreal. I I was telling Francie, um, don't fuck it up. I, I just <laughs> it's good advice you know, for it, everything. It's just like when you get to in professional golf, when you get to the PGA Tour. Once you get out there, to me, it's all natural. I just enjoy, you know, talking about what I see and all of the big events. It's, it's amazing. It's really fun being out there. The juice when you're out there with all the people, you can't beat it. You know, it's fun to be a part of uh, golf at its biggest stages. And the Ryder Cup, I've never been a part of one of those. I've never been to one. I've been to a couple President's Cups. But in a, in a European soil, it's going to be fantastic just being a part of that and, uh, you know, really calling it a little different than, than I normally would, just emotionally being more invested in the call and i think that's just embracing that atmosphere but kind of like you do in phoenix I, I think you do a fantastic job there like do you remember any of that i mean you know what i mean just you do a great phoenix, job there that's tbc scottsdale <laughs> bringing out what All that the people. place is it's what it is it's a party and you like i i'm so jealous that you get to walk the fairways at the Ryder cup <laughs> it's gonna be like, cool dude it's my favorite event to watch i mean it's the worst event, in my opinion, as a spectator. It's awful. There's four <laughs> groups on the golf course. There's a million people. You can't see anything. The last round's you, good. Yeah, but you're inside yeah. the ropes. I mean, you're going to be right there in the action. Um, yeah, it's going to be – you're going to you're gonna be feeling the adrenaline coming from the crowd. Right. The, and they hate the Americans over there, so that makes <laughs> it even better. It'll be fun. I, I think uh, 
the the American team's so strong, and uh, winning over there is is way more fun than winning on your home soil. I feel like. Uh, and then excited for the Open Championship too. There's nothing better than than that style of golf. And I feel like on course wise, that's a a unique way to call different shots than you would normally would stateside. Let me ask you this because this is a question people ask me all the time. Like you know, we're on the ground now. We're following the groups. We're out in the action. And everybody's like, you eventually want to move up into the booth, right? And and my answer is honestly no. Like, I love being down on the ground in the action, talking to the guys, talking to the gallery, and feeling that adrenaline. I think it's kind of – I feel like my strengths are are talking about what I see on the ground and talking about shots. And like you say, I, I, I do feel the relationships that I have with the players. I'm able to potentially get out something that maybe somebody else wouldn't just walking down the fairway. You know, I, I think it's important kind of – being at arm's distance between the guys throughout, you know, at times during the round, if, if they want to talk about something you can use for the broadcast, it's just another unique thing that you can bring. Uh, and you got a re- great relationship with a lot of the top players. For sure, and I, I think that's a, it's a nice, you know, you never want to overdo, you know, having, you know, anything that you wouldn't ever say. It's kind of have that trust between the guys of saying things that are important, but also not, you know, <laughs> losing their trust along the way. And I think that's kind of the line you have to stay kind of right around hovering. But, yeah, I, to answer your initial question about the booth, I don't know. It's the analyst job or the, the holes guy, they have a – it's a much more of a TV job than what we have. I feel like our job is much more – it doesn't feel quite as much TV because we're outside versus in a booth and we feel like we're a part of the action. Have you had the rite of passage yet where you've gotten a call or a text from a player that you criticized on the broadcast? Man, dude, <laughs> no. pissed off player yet. Have you gotten that? Uh, I haven't. And But I'll always – I'm never going to criticize somebody for – I know what their standard is. And to me, if, if, I, if I say they hit a bad shot and from and if they say, hey, man, why would you say I hit a bad shot? It's like, dude, it was, it was you know, I, I think to the standard of what I expect you to do, I felt like that wasn't a great shot. And I, I don't mind saying that. And I also don't mind questioning strategy. If See, I feel like they made a, a poor strategy decision, I feel like that's something that I don't mind criticizing, even though they may have a different opinion. I think that's part of the job to for us to say if they – you know, we're too aggressive in the trees and they should have pitched out. That's something I don't mind laying into them on because I think that's part of uh, important for the broadcast for me not to just because I'm friends with a guy doesn't mean I think they made the right decision and I'm babysitting. Uh, and you have to or otherwise your they job. say like, yeah. hey, you're not critical <laughs> enough. I mean, right. Bad shots happen. But when a guy makes a bad decision, in your opinion, I mean, you got to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't, then that's when they're like, oh, you're friends with that guy. That's why you don't criticize him like, or whatever. I go back it's like to, a little slippery slope. It got brought up again recently, and I got – I can't remember who I was talking with it, but I got – I mean, it was an argument. But I, I go back to the 3M when Cam Champ won. You know, he, he hit driver off the 72nd hole with a two-shot lead with trouble all over yeah. and tried to give away the golf tournament. Made a miracle par, but tried to give away the golf tournament – and I, I just I said on there, I don't understand this decision. Like This is a guy that can hit 7-iron, seven 7-iron seven wedge into this hole. Like It doesn't matter how many you win by. And I talked to him afterwards. He's like, well, my game plan all week was to hit driver. And I said, did your game plan have a two-shot lead on the 72nd hole? <laughs> He's like, well, no. I was like, well, dude, you have to adjust. I mean, when a football team's up 35 nothing, they're not airing it out in the fourth quarter. Right. 
Well, to, and I think that's great the way you, you the way you phrased it before he hits the shot. Saying I don't understand that decision. It's nice to get that before they hit the shot. So if he hits it in those left trees at 3M up in those woods there, and he makes a, an eight, you you on the record before said, hey, I don't like this decision. Instead of saying it after, you know, yeah. I think that's way more important to get your get your thought out there before because it has it resonates more after once. The annals can clean that up so well right after. All right, well, we're here at the 87th playing of the Masters. Yeah. Right across the street is Augusta National. Let's get into it. Who you like this week? Um, the weather. It's going to be a little dicey. It's hot and humid out today, as you it's can see. We're sweaty. probably sweating. It's a little sweaty. But thank God this Grayson shirt, you know, doesn't show my gut sweat. Dry as Great it. news. How many guys do we get to pick in this? Because there's too many. Let's so, just stay off. and I give our picks later on with yeah. FanDuel. We do, a, we do a favorite and we do a dark horse. Someone... You know, it's got to be around 50 to 1 or worse okay. for a dark horse. Oh, man. The favorites are pretty easy. I mean, everyone's Rory, Scotty. Well, maybe Rom, he's not. Right? Oh, goodness. Um, the weather is so confusing with this, and I'd, I've been stuck on this all week. I've, I've felt going into this week that Scotty and Rory have been playing the best out of anybody, and then there's a little tier after that of, of some guys who I think – are trending so well and the kind of the group that I have is Cameron Young and Jordan Spieth and I would I would put John Rahm in that tier uh, just maybe in between I think Cam Young or excuse me uh, Rory and Scotty have been just a little above and I think John Rahm plays yeah, yeah I, I think he's played at that level but I would put uh, probably those five are just to me or are, are the guys that I have my eye on uh, as uh, who I expect to win. Well, you can uh, have your eye on whatever you want. We won't know where the money's at. Uh, uh I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Scotty. All right, back to back champ. Yeah. First since Tiger in 0102. Go with go with Scotty. All right, why not? And the dark horse. Dark horse. Yeah, give, let's a, give us a dark horse. So 50 to one. Uh, yeah, Cam there. Young's not there. He's not far enough down. Yeah, all those guys you named. I aren't love there. Cam Young this week. By the way, I'm yeah. with you on that. I think he's about to. I think he should have won multiple yeah, already, I, and maybe multiple. He's close to having multiple majors, but I'm with you on that. But he's not but deep enough. But instead, he has the same amount as you and I. Correct. More top threes, though. You know, when you say dark horse, to me, like, I think value. The guys that have the most value this week, I would say, would be if a live player. I feel like live players have more value this week because they're being undervalued, and. To me, of that group, I would put the two guys that. God, I'm not. I'm well, not going to struggle. I'm struggling not, to get some words out of Smiley Coffee. We got to have scary. a definitive. It's really tough. I mean, what do you, what they, do y'all have? I would say out of live. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks would be my number one out of live, followed by. What are y'all's dark horses? Well, you're going to find out yeah, later find on out. in our FanDuel segment. Ah, all right, we've what, made them already. It, would Jason Day be there? In a Jason dark Day's horse? twenty-eight to one. That is not a dark People horse. People are loving his can odds. The, are, can I see the board? Yeah, his odds are high. Yeah, scroll scroll around on that bad boy. Fifty to one more. Okay, around fifty to one. I mean, forty-eight to one, forty-five. It's acceptable. Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell Hatton, a man who has expressed. The happy. Vocally, that he uh, doesn't enjoy the golf course that much. I just love uh, love his golf game. I thought he's played extremely well on the this entire year, and his metrics are good. It, who knows? It's a weird week too. It's a weird weather week. Sometimes that that changes sure, people's perspectives. Change European knows how to play in some nasty cold rain right. and wind. So he drives Scheffler it well. Tyrrell Hatton, uh, Scotty, and Tyrrell. Yeah, Tyrrell. Okay. Tyrrell. 
All right, well, we normally do an E9 segment, but this is a special Masters edition, and it's a classy place. So we're just going to – we'll throw our normal question to you that we always do. Mm. Okay? You can be somebody else for a day. Anyone in the history of life, dead, alive, whatever you want to do. You get to be them for one day. Who would it be? Uh, mm. Do you have an answer for this? Do we, personally? Yeah, the question wasn't to us. We've never been asked, but I believe we probably do. What would be your answer? My, I have two, I think. I'm going to split it up 12 hours and 12 hours. That's I want to be. Uh, that's not an option. No, it's my question. I'm going to answer. I'm going to do 12 hours and 12 hours. I'm going to be Jay Z for part of the day. I'm going to rock probably Madison Square Garden, pop up from the underneath the stage, smoke, bam, come in, just rock an arena. And then maybe after that, possibly before, I'll be Ricky Gervais and do the same. I you're, love Ricky Gervais. You'd like my answer. Love what is it. it. Uh, Mr. Garth Brooks. Playing down in Baton Rouge. Wow. Mm. Tiger Ever Stadium, heard it? Death Valley at night, just the place rocking. Ooh, wow. In Baton Rouge. You like that? That's catering. I think I know my answer. I Go. think I'd be Coach O. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Give it to us. Yeah, do it, do it. Hey, Uncle Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Can you imagine being Coach O for a day? He's incredible. Oh, I want to be him right now. Got he got about $80 million and he's on a beach somewhere <laughs> not worrying about X's and O's. The, hey, the interview Tigers. I heard about him when he got fired. When the AD comes in, he's like, you know, Coach, things aren't going too well. He says, no shit. He goes, we're going to have to let you go, but we're going to pay you the $17 million. He goes, what time you want me to leave? Which door would you like me to go out of? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I That's like this guy. That's the dream. Get fired yeah. but still get paid? That's, uh, I don't. All right. One other one. For those that don't know, you're kind of known for a little thing called the boom tower. Oh, shit. I need a uh, – I'm out. And the leg dab. And the leg dab. You're known That's for a so, lot of stuff. So every time you see JT, you do give it the dab. What, the dab. What's the dab all about? You know what? Harold Varner was the guy that got me into it, and and then I think Big Cat started doing the power dab, the double dab, and uh, now when I see when people yell my name uh, out on the golf course doing my job now, instead of just giving the Phil Mickelson thumbs up, I give him a dab. Uh, that seems, you know, just a the dab never left. You don't. You're no, not no, bringing it back. It's it never, never left. died. Last year never at the PGA, died. Justin Thomas saw you right before he got the trophy and was on TV giving it a dab, and it was at you. <laughs> it was at me a thousand percent. All right, uh, what, Boom Tower though. <laughs> All right, so Boom Tower. So it started uh, a couple of my buddies, Big James and uh, Alex, Skinny James now. Yeah, and my buddy Train. They uh, they were watching Stuart Scott do a uh, a Sports Center baseball highlight, which you know were the best. And it was a 2 a.m. type of deal, and Stuart Scott says, hey, you know, this guy hits a boom tower out of the ballpark, and they thought the name was so cool, boom tower. Like, they've never heard that that phrase. So the next day on the golf course, on 16, they're all kind of hungover, and he hits the drive, and the next guy gets up, Big James, like, I'm going to – I'm going to boom tower this drive. And <laughs> he gets up there and just pipe city one, just right down the middle. And they get to the bar that night. They're like, God, I just can't get it going. They're like, you should boom tower your drink. They're like, holy shit, I'm going to boom tower this drink. Oh, yeah. And he chugs this drink. And the story story now is, and if, if you want to get it going, you just got to tell somebody, hey, this is a boom tower. And you just you throw that thing back. We've had a few boom towers boom in tower. Cedar Rapids. And you added yeah. the leg dab in there. Can you do it with the, the, in the seat? Show them that. Oh. Yeah, my there brother, it is. My brother Lucky, he's he's actually the king of the leg dab, but uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> last great. question as coach uh, Duke basketball coach John Shire is here. What do you think about Duke basketball? Uh, <laughs> he has his own microphone sleeve. Quickly, yeah. I'm a Duke guy. I like Duke over North Carolina. Uh, so uh, yeah, pandering. Man, it was what a what a time when we were growing up watching 
the JJ Redick, the John Shires. That was that was a fun time to watch basketball. Respect, brother. Yeah, boom towers for days. Smiley, dude, it's been a blast, man. Continue doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Always love having you on. I appreciate it, and I I assume that we'll probably have some more conversations probably down the road. It's possible. (laughs) It is possible. Possibly at T-Bones later tonight where (laughs) I have a free cocktail from Sleeves because there was more than – Two and a half holes in one made today. Seamus Power made contest. two apparently already. So back to back holes. Might you made two holes in ones. Yeah, holes in one. Holes in one. I don't like that. Hole in ones. That's what I say. Yeah. Buddy Marucci yelled at me on TV one day for saying hole in ones because it just it sounds better, but it's it not does actually. You got to end correct. with the plural, not start with the plural. In my opinion, it's probably wrong. It's how many hole in ones do you have? You don't yeah. say how many holes. No, in how many ones. holes in one? Wait, are you doing your picks? Do I know your picks for this? We are going to do it in our FanDuel segment coming up shortly. Yeah, they're coming. Stay tuned for that, dude. Stay tuned, folks. Thanks, Smiley. Thank you, guys. See you, bud. All right, that was Smiley Kaufman joining us on Subpar. What a beauty he is, Lee. Uh, I'm in the mood for a boom tower. Boom tower, good word to throw out. The leg dab is hot. He might be the only guy to ever play the final group on a Sunday at a Masters and also hula hoop in the parking lot at T-Bones. That's a record that may never be broken, actually. Now we'll have Jim Nance it. look that up. What's that? We'll have Nance look that yeah, up. Yeah, Jimmy, fact check that. We're not big fat guys. But he's doing a great job over at NBC. I hate to admit it, considering, you know, we're kind of rivals with CBS. A little competition NBC, here. I can fine. sense it. I I'm okay with it. it. I'm okay with it. I'll take him on the course and on the mic. No big deal. Ooh. But I always love Shops. sitting down with Smiley. Um, interested to see how his picks do. I don't quite agree with the uh, Terrell Hatton pick. He doesn't love the place. He does not. And. Very few that now, don't, A, love Augusta National, and B, even if you don't, that actually make it public. So now, I, I he doesn't can't, seem to I can't care hate on the Scotty Scheffler pick, though. There's, he's he's world number one, fairly popular. defending champion. The man is playing some great golf. We're also pretty hot right now. Hit another parlay. Ricky Round Fowler, Matt Kuchar, making both season. top 20 to San Antonio last week. So let's keep this train a-rolling. And golf's first major is a tradition unlike any other. And now you can bet on who you think will win at, uh, win at Augusta on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right, this is tough. I mean, so many great players playing great at the right time. For me, Slee is my favorite. Going off seven, seven and a half to one, depending on, you know, what, where the line is at the moment you bet it. This guy's he's, he's destined to win a green jacket. He needs it to complete the career grand slam. What is Augusta National known for? Azaleas. No, wrong. They're roars. Boom towers. And who's going to roar on Sunday? Rory McIlroy. Okay, there you go. Gus is known for a lot of things, by the way. Um, we're not going to get too many hot takes on these uh, picks here. You're going with Rory. Scotty's the other guy getting all the hype. I'm going to go just down the list one more. John Rahm. It wasn't more than a couple months ago we were talking about John Rahm being for sure the best player in the world. He hadn't finished outside the top eight, and it felt like in forever. It's still there. What do we always say? An angry Spaniard is a dangerous Spaniard. I think he's a little pissed off in the way the last couple weeks went. Give me John Rahm. All right, I like it. For my dark horse, going off at 48-1, to coming off a win last week, and also three straight top tens at the Masters. Oh, Canada. Looking for their second win. I'm going Corey Connors. Love it. Have I ever mentioned that I really enjoy betting <laughs> on Corey like Connors? It. I have. Okay. You know what? I'm calling a slight audible here. I had a name in mind. I was going to go with another very recent winner, Sam Burns, the way he looked at the match play. Boat raced everyone. Calling a late audible here. I'm going to go with a guy that's got a hell of a track record around this place in just a few times. Phenomenal ball striker. If it gets wet, long, he, he checks all the boxes. Give me Will Zalatoris. 
Interesting. What do you think? It was a late audible. I was pretty convinced on Sam Burns, but now saw the name and I was like, I like that. So I'm going to go Willie Z. All right. Well, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There are so many different betting options. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So drive down Magnolia Lane and take a swing at betting the first major. Visit FanDuel.com slash subpar and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash subpar. Must be 21 years and older in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana or mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. All right, that's going to do it for us. Special thanks to Smiley Kaufman for joining us, the Double Eagle Club, and Grayson for being such gracious hosts. We'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar.